Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I I really enjoy when I can start off an episode of this podcast without curse words. Rohit makes me do it every time. I don't really feel bad for it, but oh, you never feel bad. I for just it. think it's a nice change. I yeah, just think it's good a nice shit, change. good shit, right? I'm the rude, crass one of the group, and I <laughs> and I like when I when I don't have to start out that way. All right. How you feeling today, man? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Good day. Bad day. Medium well, day. Medium day. Medium you know. day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Still recovering from the dentist yesterday. Oh man! Well, welcome back. Thank God. You feeling all right? I feel well. Aside from my mouth, I'm great. <laughs> what you did yesterday is a part of what our topic is today. No, no, no way, no way. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, today's episode is uh, on self care. So. We want to discuss that. I I feel like sometimes uh, as men discussing a topic of self-care, we may feel that it seems like it could be a a potentially feminine topic. Would you would you think the same? Yes and no. I mean, the idea of it depends on how you look at it. Right. Yeah. I mean, guys talk about pumping iron. That's technically self-care. We may we just think of the gym. the gym is that way. Give what me. is it that way? I just can't tell. <laughs> we always think of it from a uh, more manly perspective of we've got to be you know, uh, masculine here, pumping iron. We're pumping up. We're yeah. getting buff. We're getting... We only think of the physical aspect, right? Right. We well, think of it the physical, the outward appearance versus mm-hmm. the inner, inner appearance. But there's so. mental, spiritual. It's it's not just physical, right? So I think right. that that's what we want to talk about today is the many aspects of self-care. How would you define self-care? Uh, what are some of your best practices? As well as how could something that you would consider that would potentially be self-care potentially turn into self-sabotage? Hmm. Things of that nature. So, um, with that said, man, I think we could just jump right in. Sounds good to me. All right. What? Do you, actually, how about this? I'm going to start with a quote. I got. I wrote a couple of quotes down um, that kind of align with self care. And, and one of them is, "The most powerful relationship you will ever have is a relationship you have with yourself." And, and that's a quote by Diane von Furstenberg. Apologies if I mispronounced that one. And the other one I wrote down I thought was was pretty important as well. And I think it's something that um, really resonates with, with me, especially after some you know recent things I've uh, gone through personally. Self-care means giving yourself permission to pause. And I think that pause right there is, is, is just enough to, to really say that or hear it and think about it. Self-care means giving yourself permission to pause. That resonates with me. I tend to be a person that is always on the go, always doing something, bouncing from one thing to another. I bounce from work to this podcast and back home and I'll probably make dinner and prep and water the lawn. And if it wasn't too late, I would mow that motherfucker. (laughs) So, So I think that that quote resonates with me greatly. 
because of that, because I, I can get burnt out. I need to recognize that. And I recognize that recently. Um, so this topic has become more and more important to me lately. Um, so those I thought were just fantastic quotes. And that last one was, was by Cecilia Tran, if you're curious. Um, so I wanted to just share those to kind of kick this off and go from there. Um, but Glenn, when we talk about self-care, what do you consider self-care? How would you define it yourself? What are some things that you would consider being self-care? Well, from the outward perspective, obviously taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, that's You've only got one body. You're not going to be able to transplant into another one, no matter how much you know, sci-fi tells us otherwise. Um, you've got one life, one body to live, so um, taking care of your body is big, especially for me. Um, that's one of the one of the biggest struggles I've had for years has been dealing with my weight. Mm-hmm. Um, working in warehouses, it was a little bit easier to control that. I never really grew bigger. I just bulked up and avoided the excess fat. I was always a big, fluffy guy, but <laughs> fluffy. But uh, I don't know when I transitioned into a different career path. Um, it was less physical and more. Hey, let me sit in front of this computer and talk now. So, less send you emails activity. and call people. Exactly, and um, so the physical activity wasn't there. I started getting bigger, and I didn't monitor my own self care. Because you didn't like cheeseburgers and ribs and chicken less. All of a sudden, oh no, no, I still loved them just as much, if anything, even more. Because now, <laughs> well, now I'm just sitting in front of a computer. What am I doing if I'm not talking on the phone? Looking at cheeseburgers and ribs and chicken. Looking at cheeseburgers, ribs, and chicken. Or ordering them or something. Some french fries on the side. Yeah, buddy. Some cheese sauce, jalapeno cheese sauce. From where? Fuddruckers. You know it. So um, there's the physical side, right? What what your body looks like. And that's that's something that I've been struggling with. And there's Mm -hmm. the mental side. Another thing that I struggle with. Because like many people working today, we tend to throw ourselves into our work. And... um, we, we, we tend to push ourselves harder at our jobs. We, we, we put more value on our work and how others see our work than we know is good for us. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, I, I take every task I'm given, and I try my best at work. I put in extra hours. And there are times I take the work home with me. Um, but I've also known that increases your stress level it uh, takes away from your personal life. I look at myself and I go, what personal life? Yeah. <laughs> After a while, if you keep letting things encroach on that personal life, that, that, that wall that should be there to separate work and personal life um, eventually disappears mm-hmm. and your work becomes your life. Then your stress increases and you have no way to get rid of it. You're, you mentally break down over time. Yeah. And that's, that's something I've been struggling with as well. Um, but... I've been doing things to take care of that as well. How do you recognize that initially? So not necessarily the things that you're doing to take care of it yet, but before you even get there, how did you recognize that? Well, I recognized it when I actually woke from a a sleep with a nightmare I was having about work. Yeah. It's like just a normal situation that at work that normally would be an easy fix for, for my, my position, but just kept snowballing into a worse situation that I couldn't get out of. Um, when you start having nightmares about where you work, 
That's not cool. Yeah, quit. You've, you've, well, you've either got to quit or you've got to deal with some stress issues. Mm-hmm. You're taking your work home. It's going to affect your family life. Uh, if you take it out on your family, it's going to affect your relationship with your family. Yeah. And that's that's not cool. Yeah, you got to be 100% in all aspects, mm-hmm. right? You take your work home, you're at home thinking about work. If you don't take care of home, you're at work thinking about home. So you're not 100% in either exactly. location. Exactly. Yeah. So beyond the mental, then there's also the emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have emotional needs. We really do. But if we're not tending to those needs, if we're not expressing our, our emotions or releasing the emotions in the, in the right avenues, that can be damaging to your mental stability and your physical stability at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all these self-care aspects, the, the physical, the, the mental, the emotional, and even the spiritual, mm-hmm. if they're not all in line or at least working together, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. And they can be small things or large things, it right? It can, yeah. Anything large or small can throw it off. So when we talk about physical, I remember you mentioned you recently got a haircut. And they were like, they, you were like, they did a great job. Because somewhere else you went to, you are like, dude, how do you fucking screw up a buzz cut? This is ridiculous. Yeah, right. I'm not going back to you guys ever again. Right. Something like that is I would consider self-care. Yeah. Shaving your beard, which I should probably do. Uh, clipping your fingernails, going to the dentist, going and getting a checkup at the doctor's office. Those things would all be considered, I think, physical self-care. Right? Mm-hmm. Eating better, taking care of yourself. I think those are some examples. Do you have anything else? What, what do you think? Well, then you also have just getting into the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... Whether you believe in the afterlife or not, how do you feel about yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing things that are just, you know, are negative, you've got a negative outlook on yourself. Um, you're putting negative in, you're going to put negative out. Yeah. So when you know you're not doing your best at your physical care, that's a negative thought. It goes into your negative thoughts, creates more stress. More stress means you've got more heartache, more heartache. You, you no just feel, not. yeah, you just feel negative about everything in your life. The more negative you put into yourself. It's only going to create depression. Exactly. Yeah. Self-care. I mean, if you're taking care of yourself, you've got no reason to be depressed. Mm-hmm. But then there's, you know, I'm not going to say that people don't experience depression when, when they're taking care of themselves. They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's many different types of depression. I mean, just the, the basic non-chemical imbalance form of depression. You can control that just by taking care of yourself. Yeah. You said control. It's a it's a key word, I think, when we discuss self-care. Because self-care is 100% under your control. You are the master of your own self-care. You determine what you do and when. One of the definitions of self-care is any necessary human regulatory function. So any function needed to regulate your human, your, your, your being, yourself, which is under individual control. 
which is deliberate and self-initiated. So that was key. So you saying that, it just reminded me, I wrote down the actual definition of, of self-care here. Mm-hmm. It, I'll, I'll say it again, any necessary, necessary human regulatory function, which is under individual control, it's deliberate and self-initiated. And, and I think that is huge. Really to remember, because I think that's why people allow it to go um, unattended to, if you will. People don't practice self-care because they have to remind themselves to do it. When do you go and get a haircut? Is it scheduled? Or do you say, man, I got to get a haircut. I should go. Uh, At times it's pretty scheduled. Mm -hmm. It's usually about a month, month and a half. Yeah. Depending on, you know, when the hair gets over the ears. And but you notice it, right? I notice it. Because it has physical indicators. Right. I, a, there, there's this uh, quote from a movie mm-hmm. that, that I love, and it actually kind of, it, it, it ties into the haircut, right? The reason that I get a haircut. Okay. Self-respect permeates every aspect of your lives. And that's from Lean On Me. Morgan ah, Freeman, Morgan Freeman playing... Principal Joe Clark, mm-hmm. um, great film, and there's a lot of a lot of wisdom in that in that whole movie about self respect and, and self care. Yeah. Um, but when you take pride in your appearance, you feel it. Mm-hmm. When you go out and you get yourself did up, right? Oh yeah. You got your you got your hair all slick. You know, it's it's nails done, hair done, mm, everything yeah, your did. Nails done, which. I chew my nails. <laughs> Jesus. That's bad. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Don't do that. That's bad. Says. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> warehouse habit. Uh, anyway, um, but when, when, you've, when you've got a positive attitude about your, your appearance, you feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you, when you feel proud of who you are outwardly, it shows. People know that you actually care about what you look like and how you... Are presented to them. Yeah, um, they take a little bit more respect and give you a little more respect just because you respect yourself first. Yeah, and and, and it's not even a, a shallow discussion, right? Of oh, you're just trying to look a certain way. It's like no, I want to present myself in a respectable manner. Right. Look good, feel good, play good. Right. Whether you're playing, you're wearing a cubby shirt on the ball field, you want to look good. You don't want to show up in a uniform that's baggy. Hair all scraggly and you haven't shaved in months, right? Right. You want to look good. That's how I look good on golf course. My shirt got to match my shorts and my shoes. Got to look fly out there. Right. I look good. I'm going to step up to the tee with confidence and swagger. It's important. It is. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like that. That that, that piece you, you mentioned, Control, and I like that quote that you mentioned. Say, say, say the quote again for our listeners one more time. Self-respect permeates every aspect of your lives. That's good. I like it. Hey, who says movies can't be both entertaining and educational? My man, Joe Clark. Joe Clark. (laughs) President, uh, Principal Joe Clark. Lean on me, 1987. They got got beat up. He got jumped by people, and that's why he uh, chained all the doors. It was Kid something. Uh, Kid Ray, yeah. Kid Ray. (laughs) And that's, that's another character in the film, Lean on me, who... Dressed up nice because he he had self respect. Um, granted, he was also dealing drugs, so that's a bad thing. He had money; he could afford it. He could, yes, he could afford it. Yeah, good stuff. So, 
What are some things that you do for self-care? You know, earlier you and I discussed something briefly that you do as sort of uh, an escape or a mental reset for yourself. Right. Say after you've had a rough day at work or just a long day and you're like, hey, I need to wind down. I need to relax. I need to do something that changes my mood because you recognize you're falling into a negative mood and you want to do something that improves your mood and your outlook in a positive manner, what would that be? So right now, my, um, I, I guess the activity I go to every time I'm in a bad mood, um, if I'm had, if I have had a bad day at work or, you know, I feel just a little down. Mm-hmm. Masturbation? You know, there's that too. But no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hey, have to throw a wild know, card out there to mess with you. Ro- Rosie Palm is very happy. My man. So. Um, but that, that can be a physical release. <laughs> no, my, my, my stress release, um, and, and that's the one that I, I've spoken about several times in previous episodes, mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling stressed or if I'm feeling down, I know I can go to a video game, clear my head out, um, get into a more positive state because I can also interact with friends across the world. Yeah. I'll talk to them. Um, we'll go out and do an activity across the world. I mean, we... I don't even have to be right next to someone. They could be out in Australia, which some of my friends are in Australia. We'll play a game across the world together. Mm-hmm. Um, we work towards a common goal. We achieve something. We have some fun, and we forget about some troubles and even let go of some of the tension that we've had and held throughout the day. So I de-stress. I, I relieve the stress through different activities like that. Sometimes I'll read a book. Like if I'm stuck in traffic on the way home and I feel that... That wonderful, yeah, and you know I, I hope you ain't reading traffic. a book while you're in traffic. No, 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 no. I'm not reading a book, but I might be listening audio to book. a book, right? A nice yeah. audio book. Um, I find that that is preferable now to the political radio that I used to listen to. I mm. just get more angry. Yeah. Right? I mean, you have all these different uh, stressors out there that add to your stress level, and it's recognizing when those things are impacting you that you can actually start to take action. Mm-hmm. Okay, I knew I was having a stressful day, then I'd get home and I'd, or into my car to go home, and I'd hear the radio and add more stress. Mm-hmm. The world's going to shit. Thanks. <laughs> Just what I needed to know. I'm leaving, I'm leaving work to go home and relax, and I'm hearing, the world's going to shit, you're all going to die. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. What, what are you listening to? Uh, well, that would be that would be that would be uh, left wing radio, but <laughs> you are crazy. I know, I know. Um, I listen to the opposition. What can I say? Too funny. <sighs> but yeah, there's there's stressors in our lives that yeah, either it's stressors towards your physical health, mm-hmm. your mental health, emotional, or even your spiritual. Yeah. So. You and you, so you mentioned one of the things gaming for you, right? You get to go gaming. on and um, interact with people that you were friends with before gaming and people that you became friends with because of gaming, exactly. right? So, relationships that you've built because of this, um, this activity. We also did an episode not too long ago where we had to remove forms of escapism that didn't provide uh, intrinsic value to our lives, and yours was gaming, right. So, although it can be something that we look at as an activity that we partake in to practice self-care, 
how can it become self-sabotage? Well, when it starts taking up all of your time. Yeah. When you're spending all day doing one activity. Like mm-hmm. Gaming used to be poisonous for me when I worked in warehouses. Like, okay, I've got the weekend off. I can relax. I'm just going to play video games. Or I'd take a vacation day to, to play a game that just released, right? Yeah. And then I'd call Domino's and give them very specific directions to deliver the pizza to the to the window. window. You told me about that. That was the craziest thing <laughs> I, ever. I wasn't kidding either. I think my I friends never online, we're that. playing the game, and all of a sudden, hey guys, uh, Domino's here. They're knocking on my window. Open the window. <laughs> I just reach behind me, open the window. I've got the cash in my hand. Just give them the cash, grab the box, and I'm still playing. You know, that's that's, that's when you you know you've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> But um, when when the activity you have a problem, but you're very creative. Yes, I, I still have a very creative mind. Never even considered delivering to a window. No, it was it was bad. You know that's why I don't play World of Warcraft anymore. Hey, Domino's, can you deliver <laughs> to the GYSD podcast second floor window of the studio? There's there's a ladder right outside. We'll put it there for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but when when you notice that um, you're spending more time in that activity than you are outside improving yourself. Because mm-hmm. really, if that activity is not really going to improve your life, yeah, it may be helping you at that moment, but is it going to make your life better tomorrow, Yeah, the next day? Is it going to be a permanent change or a permanent growth? And I think it's a fine line, right? Right. Because you, you had mentioned taking a vacation day off to play a, a game that just released. <laughs> You're not the only one I've heard say that. I've, I've several people gamers I know do, do that. It. Yeah, gamers yeah. do it. In, I'm not a gamer at all, but personally, I don't see a huge issue with it. I think that you could consider it a mental health day. You, you could, don't yeah. have to go on a vacation, take a vacation. <clears throat> not day. at all. You don't have to be sick to take a sick day. Do it. I myself am a culprit of not taking sick days. I never believed in mental health days. Mm-hmm. I recently have realized how important those things can be. If you continue to burn the candle at both ends, at some point you're going to get completely burnt out. You're going to run out of wax, mm-hmm. right? You're going to just be left this little piece of a wick fizzled at both ends with nothing left to burn. And it's not going to smell good either. It'll smell like an old crayon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um or something like that, right? So I think it's important to recognize there is a fine line, right? At what point do you take a look at, you know, hey, this this escape is a way I practice self-care is to change my mood and change my outlook on things and put me in a, a positive state of mind. But at one point, does it take away from your other goals or other places where you should be practicing self-care? Like we had discussed eating well, right? Taking care of your physical appearance as well. Mm. So I think the moment an activity begins to erode time from other activities that are improving your life, then it becomes self-sabotage, I would right. say. Um, like the moment you're playing video games and you've got a bag of potato chips next to you when you're trying to get healthy, right? that's eroding. That's bad. That's definitely bad. That's all bad. What about air popped popcorn? Air pop popcorn is good, my man. But uh, lately, for me, it's been veggies. Granted, I've had a lot left over from our recent from the gaming night. Right? Yeah, um, carrots, celery, corn. Yeah, 
although corn can get a little messy while playing video games. It can. <laughs> you do that? But I, hey. I'd be impressed, bro. Every once in a while, it's like, okay, uh, the ship is going in the right direction on Sea of Thieves. Controller down, corn. <laughs> you know, I'm just going back and back and forth on that like a typewriter. Oh, man. I'll crazy. set it down. I got the wet wipes out. I'm... Yeah. Okay. Wow. Crazy. No, but to, to avoid some of that stuff, I've started putting time limits. Okay. And um, since I'm streaming a lot of my game times, I make sure that I'm streaming at the same time every day so my audience is there to watch and enjoy my stream. So schedule things. Yeah, I schedule it so that I'm, okay, I know I'm going to be playing games during this time to this time. And after that, I'm going to maybe have some dinner. Then after dinner, I'm going to work on... Eating is key. Having dinner, right? Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people don't eat like they should. And each person is different in how they should eat. So I can't say that my way is the only way. Um, But one thing that I used to do that was really negative for my body was I would eat one meal a day. Then oh, I'd, yeah. Then I'd snack all night. Because, you know, I'd, eat, I'd have my breakfast. I'd go do my work at a warehouse. I'd come home. Got a pizza. Got some taquitos. You know, it was always something you could just throw in the oven and pull it out and munch on while you play some video games, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, eating balanced meals or small meals or small healthy snacks throughout the day has cut down on my snacking while I play video games. Or grazing. Literally grazing, right? Mm-hmm. And when I'm eating veg- veggies, it is like I'm grazing. I feel like I'm grazing now. I'm a culprit of grazing. But I, I, the that kind of grazing, when it's veggies or healthy snacks, that's not so bad. But when you start getting into potato chips, <coughs> yeah, if you only keep the good things around, right? Yeah, <coughs> I think that's important. And I, I get it. And instead of sodas, now I've been drinking water. Yeah. That's good. And I don't even buy it. That's hard. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this is a little off subject. I'm going to tell you this before I jump into something I wrote down here. Uh, I haven't bought soda in a while. Uh, I had a Coke at your house the other night because I was tired. So I was like, I need some caffeine and something, right? So I drank a Coke. Um, but Emily and I, we just drink water. I get water delivery. And we buy, like, Le Croix, the sparkling flavored waters. So that's just what we buy. If I want mm-hmm. something that has, like, carbonation, you know, hit the back of the throat, like, I think they're delicious. First time I had one, I don't think I liked them. Rohit's shaking his head. He hates them. I'm, I'm with Rohit. My buddy Tim was over for a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And he wanted something to drink. So I handed him one. I was like, hey, I got this flavor, this flavor, this flavor. So he grabs one and he, and he drinks it. I think he thought it was going to be sweetened. Because he took a drink and he goes, what the fuck? Did you mean to buy this? <laughs> that was his response. Did you buy this on purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? This tastes like shit. <laughs> Take it you don't like them, Tim. All right, my man. Um, it made me laugh. But I, I wanted to share something. Um, when we when we discuss self care, now I, I recently had a, a good conversation with with Rohit about a lot of things that were really just stressing me out that I was dealing with. I was burning the candle at both ends. So much stuff going on. So much things that I felt responsible for. I create a responsibility to satisfy other people and do certain things. Some of these things were things that I love to do, but I wasn't getting enjoyment out of them because I wasn't doing it for myself. I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. And I think I needed to get that out. So Rohit, for one, thank you for 
having that conversation with me. I really appreciate that, buddy. Uh, he gave me a comparison of like a baseball player that's in a slump. He's playing the game that he loves to play, absolutely loves to play, but he may be playing it for the wrong reasons, on the wrong team, in the wrong city, for the wrong amount of money. And he's not going to enjoy it. And he's never going to be able to perform because he doesn't love it anymore. He lost that love for the game. And I kind of felt the same way. Um, I had a friend pass away uh, 12 days ago. And um, it was rough. I I was still in disbelief for a long time. Well, a couple weeks, right? I was still in, in disbelief about it. And the saddest... Part, absolute saddest part to me was that he had uh, four kids and he passed away three days before Father's Day. Mm. It was really hard for me to accept that, right? Um, and I'm kind of going a long way of getting to my point here, but I'll get there, I promise. So I made it a point to go to the service, right? I went, uh, Emily came with me in support. She'd only met him like twice. Um, my boy Nut, Ramon is his actual name. But I went to the service and it, it was beautiful. It was nothing but great memories. Um, all sorts of people were there from all walks of life. And it, it was just fantastic. It was beautiful. But his, his cousin Brian went up to say some wonderful words and and nut was a person that was also very busy he was very social he would talk to anybody he was such a giving person i remember he had gotten courtside tickets to see the uh the sonics play back in the day when they were playing the tacoma dome mm -hmm. because they were renovating key arena and he was like yo i got these tickets you guys want to come and we're like oh yeah how much are they he was like don't even worry about it you know i, I got you guys you know we're, we're all family he took care of everything so i was like yo that's that's dope. If you did him a favor, he would want to do you 10 favors. He was just a, a super good dude. So as Brian was speaking, he was talking how uh, his cousin would always hit him up and be like, yo, let's do lunch. Let's do lunch. And Brian was like, yo, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. You know, he was like, I would love to. He was like, hey, man, but I'm at work. I, I can't. I just so much going on. I can't make it. And he kept telling him, you know, hey, call me tomorrow. And he would say he would call me tomorrow. Every day he would call me like, yo, remember? I'm at work, I'm busy, I can't. And he would call him all the time and he would say tomorrow. And he shared that with us and he shared that the hardest part for him to swallow was that now there is no tomorrow. And that shit was tough to hear because at that moment, Uh, he hadn't considered it at all, but he wasn't practicing something as simple as self-care as feeding yourself, taking care of yourself, taking 20 minutes away from something that you're doing for somebody else to spend time with family, to nourish your body. He hadn't even considered it, and I wouldn't have either. So I want to take this time to encourage everybody to let that be your example. To let that be the reason that you take lunch on a Thursday. 
that you spend time with friends, that you spend time with family, that you take care of yourself, that you take a moment out of your day and give yourself permission to pause. Because anything else is going around you, uh, going on around you, is not as important as you. I truly believe that. It just sucks sometimes that it takes um, certain events to remind you of that. That's really all I got. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, you know, that's one thing that uh, growing up in the church... Um, for those of you who don't know, my dad was a pastor. That's one thing that we dealt with a lot was death. Mm-hmm. Death in the the family, death in the the congregation. You know, it, it always, you never know. And we've seen death for many things. You know, age, neglect. We've dealt with all facets of death. Yeah. Uh, so... You just never know. Taking care of yourself is really the one way that we can make sure that we're getting the most out of what life we're given. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's important. That was that was a huge, a huge um, punch in the gut for me, a huge reminder to just really take the time to take care of yourself, practice self-care, eat well, exercise, take a vacation, take that lunch, play that video game, sleep well, meditate, do something for yourself. And as we close, we're we're wrapping up. I just want to share also, this weekend I did something for myself. I went golfing. Big surprise, right? But I truly, I went golfing because I really, truly wanted to. So I, I took a second and I assessed the situation. It wasn't because I had to play in a tournament. It wasn't because somebody else wanted to go. It was because I said, you know what? I really want to go. Uh, I need to mow the lawn. I need to do a few other things around the house. But I didn't allow those things to cloud my mind uh, on this day, on Sunday. And I really, truly enjoyed myself. And I think that was the reset that I needed um, after this this uh, reminder I, I recently had to, the day literally the day before this past Saturday so um, that was a huge help for me so I would encourage everyone to take time out do something for yourself self-care is important if you're go for a mani-pedi man or a woman it doesn't matter you can go get a mani-pedi um, get a massage treat yourself to a fantastic meal Play that damn video game. Go for a run. Go for a bike ride. Any form. Uh, meditate. You know, any form of self-care that you see fit, I say do it. And make sure that you maybe practice it once per day. Mm-hmm. Um, not holding it in if you got to go to the bathroom. It could be something that small. Clipping your fingernails. Getting a fresh haircut. Going to a regular dentist appointment. Going to a regular dentist appointment, right? Right. Things like that. So, um, with that said, I think that's it, man. I, I I really, I don't have too much more to put. I think we got a lot of good stuff in this episode for listeners this week. You have anything to to add, Glenn, as we as we wrap up, or 
nothing much more than, you know, take care of yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. If you notice someone else not taking care of themselves, don't be shy. Because you never know how badly that person may need it. Yeah. Um, just someone giving them that gentle prod. Hey, have you taken some time for yourself today? Yeah. Go take that lunch real quick. Hey, I can cover your emails or your your phone for a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Take, a, take a break. Clear your head. It's important. Yeah. Thank you. Well, listeners, we appreciate y'all tuning in this week for another episode of your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast. We got some more good shit for y'all lined up next week. Um, I forgot. Facebookville, thank y'all for tuning in. I seen this camera at the corner of my eye again just now and reminded me what Rohit's doing over here. And uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Hit up the website, gysdpodcast.com. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and all of your favorite podcast listening applications. Just the, the native one on the iPhone, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, whatever, all that good stuff. Listen to us, like it, comment, leave the reviews, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.